All right, we're on. So the slapstick's back after a year hiatus, it feels like. We're out West River in Wall, South Dakota with my boy Jake Frine, not Freen. And uh, we're outside the camper drinking whiskey. Watching bald eagles Watching fly. bald eagles fly. Coming to you live. Well, it'll be uploaded later. But anyways, we actually have an agenda since we had an awesome time this morning. And uh, it, it kind of has to do with uh, Larry the Enticer, but also, oh, I better set this here. Larry the Enticer, but also some terms that we have and that stuff. So here's our agenda. We've got our terms, uh, and then we're going to talk about the hunt. We're talking about Jake's perspective. He's a little deaf now. And me, and then also his son. We always want to talk about taking kids out hunting. And we've got uh, new cocktails and our closing thoughts. So we got some new terms that we came out here. This is going to probably be a, I don't even know how long the podcast is going to be longer. We got a bald eagle flying up here. This is America as hell. Kind of stole one. Send it. Send it. So our first term is this. Send it. Jake, your definition of send it. Well, sending it is anytime you basically want to go out and do something or take a deer down or That's why. hit a ramp or whatever you <laughs> Whatever trips your trigger. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we were talking about it this morning, watching deer and talking about sending it. And then we got into rifles that we absolutely love, and then we argued about calibers. But Sendero it, which, if you're a Remington fan, there's a Remington Sendero. And then we got in a debate about it. What caliber Sendero do you think you should have if you're going to Sendero a deer? Well, in my opinion, I guess there might be more calibers than Sendero. No, we're talking about Sendero-specific calibers. <laughs> so there, I guess there's the 700 and the 300 uh, Win Mag. 7 mm? The MM, you mean? Is that what I said? Yeah, 700. Yeah. We're drinking whiskey. Anyway, You know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. So are you with a 7 mm or are you a 300 guy? I feel like I'm the 7 mm just because I've had one yeah. before. Well, I used mine this morning. It is delightful. I am a 300 windmang guy, but we both have decided that we need senderos. So every time we shoot a deer, we can say sendero it. We could cross over. You could get the 7mm and I could get the 300. Transvestite. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I got weird fast. Yeah. All right. And then this morning, we said sent it. What happened? So sent it is when a deer is... Uh... <laughs> I guess it'd be uh, upwind of you that sent you. And I took it as they sent it, like they sent it down the draw, but they also sent it as smelling you. So, yeah. A couple meanings there, but. We've got sent it means you're picked off and they're running away, and that deer sent it. So, we've, so far, we've got, ooh, we got text messages. Send it, sendero it, and sent it. And then we've got the perfect zero. We've got the Satan it. <laughs> What's the Satan hit? So for everyone that knows a little bit about Satan, <laughs> his, uh, I guess it's his favorite number. I'm not sure the meaning behind it, but the 666 is the Satan, which I haven't completed one of those shots yet, but it's on the bucket list for sure. Yeah, we, we said that the Satan is when you zero your rifle at 666, which is terrible, by the way. <laughs> but then we also have two things. I, I, this is even on the agenda. We have the 369. The 369 happened this morning. I didn't pull the trigger. The 369, damn, he's fine. We had a deer at 369 yards, which I should have pulled the trigger because it was yeah, perfect. That it felt good. It felt good. 
Yeah, he goes, he's at 369. I go, damn, he's fine. But I didn't pull the trigger, which is an immediate regret because, well, you'll hear the story later. But we have the 369, but then we have the Chris Kyle. And the Chris Kyle is anything greater than 667 yards because he's an angel and God bless him. Anything to add to Chris Kyle? Sometimes you got to have some Chris Kyle up in you. Yeah. You can expand on that. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is going to be on the interweb again. And then we have the CK it, and I'll leave that to you. Oh, the CK, yeah, that one. So the CK is actually a running shot. Was there a yardage on that one? <laughs> greater than 667. <laughs> yeah, greater than 667. So the, the idea behind that is you just have to say uh, CK because Chris Kyle... <laughs> takes too long to say you yeah. to get the shot off can't do it can't do it so this morning we were out at jake's branch it's beautiful out here i mean his sister owned it uh his family's had it since 1949 uh this place but yeah the one down my town was like in the 20s I yeah think, but. so they've had it forever and it's beautiful out here so this year i've always said like well he shoots bigger bucks than me i have no problem prefacing with that but i think i shoot cool deer too and that this year wasn't the biggest deer but it was like the coolest experience so i want you to talk about what happened this morning from your perspective well we kind of got up a little late <laughs> it wasn't that late <laughs> yeah we should have been out there probably at least a half hour earlier yeah well we had a nice walk seen probably more whitetail than i've seen last five years it was awesome walking out probably three four bucks and i cried over it yeah he did that. <laughs> a single tear rolled down his cheek this bald eagle squawking <laughs> yeah. over here but uh so no we've seen probably one decent actually a couple decent white tails nothing nothing that i would consider shooting but well yeah. jake is also what was the score on that one uh it was 165 with the double brow tie that was broken off yeah. so not so he shot some big deer counting, but. go ahead so we'd been walking it was a nice morning you know a little bit of wind but a little chilly not bad at all actually perfect morning for deer hunting so we got a pretty good spot south of our uh, where our house is down we call it the south dam and there's always tons of deer down there so we, we're just gonna walk down there and sit and kind of see what what happened what's down there so we ended up walking past all these whitetail and they didn't really spook or anything and then got to kind of the top of this point and sat and just kind of watched and there was some mule deer out on the wheat field and kind of milling around or talking like oh it's there was a decent one out there but we didn't think he was that big you know so we kind of sat there and watched him and then of course we had the whole whole idea of the send it which is actually like lasted an hour and a half there's way more terms that we should have wrote down that we forgot and i'm sure the deer could hear us the whole time with talking oh they could hear us which uh i'll bring up the next point where i can't hear out of my left ear but so it's your story so it progressed on and uh nate kept wanting to go after these deer i'm like oh they're not going anywhere let's let's set tight and they were probably at like 600 yards at the start, you know, and then they kind of were coming back towards us down the draw. And then we were ranging them, and that's when I think when we got the, what was it, 369? 369. Oh. Nate said it felt good. <laughs> and I was like, well, if it feels good. Feels good, Tom Segura. <laughs> you need to send it. But. So then about it. another 10 minutes go by, and we're watching. He's getting closer, and then some other does came in there. And then I think I ranged them at like, what, probably 350 and then we're, we kept walking closer and closer and pretty soon I don't hear anything from Nate and I can hear like 
bolt moving and safety's going off and all of a sudden all I hear is boom and a big ringing in my left <laughs> ear which is probably the last thing I heard so for at least the next day or two but so he he sent it and I was like I didn't know you were gonna send it it's like well it's a nice shot and that's where I'll turn it over to Nate and he can get his perspective well first off I agree with every everything except for I go, what's the range? You said three, two, six. I go, I just go, feels good. That's all I said on top of the pack. And then I didn't warn Jake at all. And then I actually, I'll say this, I spined him. Then we had to walk up a couple hundred yards. And I actually whiffed the second shot and then gut shot the damn thing on the third shot. But that's beside the point. I don't claim to be a great deer hunter. But my favorite thing in the world is like, I go, it just feels good. He's like, yeah. It was like 15 seconds of silence. I shoot. He goes, Jesus. He reminded me of Andy Dick on on Employee of the Month that that Dane Cook movie. Where he goes, what the fuck? And I'm gonna put that on the podcast too, by the way. But yeah, yeah. So Jake is claiming uh, ringing in his ear, but he also got God bless him. He's a, a veteran, and he's also got ringing in his ear from that too. So don't don't give me that shit. Um, with that being said, though. Beyond this hunt, last weekend, well, I've been, I've been, I've been, I'm now a second weekend hunter, and I like this because all the kids are out. Uh, his buddy Nick and his boy Chevy came out, and then uh, uh, Jake and his boy Colt, he's got two sons, Carson as well, uh, came out and uh, were able to draw tags, went through hunter safety and that stuff. The one thing I'm always about is take a kid hunting and that stuff. So I want you to tell tell us about uh, Colt's weekend. Uh, I know there was a nice deer came in, antsy. Uh, I've been there. I remember my first year is whiffing on everything. And then he executed a beautiful shot on a beautiful buck. And he's a dandy in that stuff. But you tell it. Okay, so actually we kind of did the same thing that uh, Nate and I did. But we took the kids out, just Nick and I, and walked south towards that dam. Because that's kind of where all the deer have been hanging out. And then uh, we seen one coming from the west. It was a nice, uh, I want to say, 4 by 5 Pretty heavy. And uh, I mean, for my first deer, I would have shot him in a heartbeat. <laughs> but so he, that deer comes in and goes down the draw right in front of us. And both the kids like climbed up there and I kind of let Nick take the lead. And he was kind of like coaching him up a little bit, but I'm like sitting back and I can hear. And I guess being a kid again, you, you kind of take some things for granted. You can hear like shells going in guns, <laughs> bipods popping and all this noise making. And of course the deer didn't even, didn't even know we were there, but. So the deer like comes in to like 63 yards and both kids like have their rifle on them, you know, and I think it must be like one of those peer pressure things where like, yeah. I don't want to shoot him, you shoot him, you know. So the deer like goes around the corner, around the draw, gone, you know, and we're like, Nick and I are like, God, you guys probably should have shot that one. And both of them are like, oh, yeah, I would have shot that one, you know. <laughs> And then, so then we kind of walk, we're going to walk back to the camper and kids were getting cold a little bit. So we're walking back and Colt kind of went with me and he's like, I really should have shot that deer. He's like, if I get another chance, I'm going to shoot him, you know. I was like, well, that's good. He's like, you don't want to hesitate or if you see one and have a good shot, you want to take it. So we end up walking back to the camper and then there ended up being like a really nice five by five, of course, like less than a hundred yards from where we're camping right by, uh, by our uh, place up here. And you could just see it was a nice five by five in the horizon. You could see like he was really super tall and both the kids thought it was cool looking. And he was walking right towards us and I think he stopped like 300 broadside, you know, and I don't know, 
neither of them felt confident shooting so no. they we were going to get closer so we came up by the camper and then we end up seeing uh actually the a deer that colt got uh probably he was like 250 like just right out east of the camper you know you just see another one of those where you can see it on the horizon yeah. you know it's just like wow that's a cool looking deer so then he kind of got spooked off or not really spooked but just went back down the bottom of the draw and then we kind of we're walking around just as we could see either of those and then came over to this this branch draw that's right by the house and we kind of popped over the edge there and the deer was kind of like looking right at us so i was like I'm like oh get down you know so i seen him across there and then we that's you lieutenant dan <laughs> yeah it was a lieutenant dan get down shut, shut up. up get down <laughs> <laughs> so then we got down and then uh kind of army crawled and got uh got in place and you know it's like being part of a dad you get frustrated but you also don't want to like put any pressure on him making a shot you know or like you gotta hurry up and make this shot because he's not gonna sit there forever you know so you try to do everything you can to hold back a little bit and, but no he got got set up it was about 100 and i think it was 155 yards is what i ranged and took his time made a great shot and uh one shot and he was down so that's awesome that's he's awesome. pretty pumped chevy ended up getting one too nick's not here he's doing chores or whatever it is um, but nick's <laughs> not here so our next uh topic is we also created a 7mm cocktail we haven't tried untested it. untested <laughs> we're sitting there looking at 7mm's Loving 7mm's, the Sendero, and the one I shot today. But we're talking about a Seagram 7 Mountain Dew, and I don't know what the other M. Midori? I don't know. Nah, we haven't quite worked yeah, that out. But yeah. We're just like, that. man, that would be a great, great drink. And yeah. Drink. That's a, that's a shout-out to Rogan and Cam, who doesn't drink. So the last thing we got is our closing thoughts. This is a – we're at 14 minutes, so a quick podcast. But we're outside drinking whiskey in the sunlight bald eagle west river so what's your closing thoughts on all this anything uh, in the world i'm gonna go with a hunt the hunt today i think closing thought is like just a fun morning no pressure at all you know yeah. good weather send lots of deer. it send it for sure it's gonna be a good day but <laughs> my closing thought is always be ready for your hunting partner to send it because <laughs> he's gonna blow your eardrum out if you're not ready <laughs> That's my closing thought. My closing thoughts. That's well, never mind. Uh, my closing thought is this. I gotta tell you, this West River place. It's beautiful out here. You know, the one thing about South Dakota is that you know they do keep residents in check uh, and give them opportunities on certain things like waterfall and deer and that stuff. Pheasants, it's wide open and that stuff. But it is absolutely gorgeous out here. I appreciate you sending me out here and let me come out here, and uh, it's awesome. Wow, that was really heartfelt. Yeah, it was serious there. Huh? It was heartfelt, but you also hear me say something like, uh, "You know, I'm going to send it." <laughs> if you didn't know I was going to send it, that's on you. I'm always going to oh, send I, it. It's going to be a good day. I should own that. It's a bald eagle still there. Bald eagle flying overheads. Later, y'all.